Welcome back to another Leroy UMC podcast. We're continuing in our journey to Thanksgiving. And this week, we're talking about being thankful in all circumstances, which can really be tough when things are not as great as we want them to be. Let's send it over to Pastor Tammy for this week's sermon. Our scripture reading comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 today, starting with verse 1 through verse 28. Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you, for you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly, as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then, let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work hard among you, who care for you in the Lord, and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard in love because of their work. Live in peace with each other, and we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive. Encourage the disheartened. Help the weak. Be patient with everyone. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. Do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all. Hold on to what is good. Reject every kind of evil. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. Brothers and sisters, pray for us. Greet all God's people with a holy kiss. I charge you before the Lord to have this letter read to all the brothers and sisters. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. It is so hard to believe that it is Thanksgiving week already. 
Don't you agree? It just seems like yesterday it was Easter. (laughs) And as we approach Thanksgiving, I think we need to understand a little bit more about about Thanksgiving, about what that means before we get too deep into the message that I've prepared. You see, Thanksgiving might be a once a year holiday celebration, but Thanksgiving for a Christian is entirely different. True Thanksgiving is the opposite of having an ungrateful heart or an attitude of gratitude as we talked about a couple weeks ago. On that note, I'm going to start today's message with a question for you to think about. Are you ready? That's not the question. The question is, are you one of those people that can be thankful no matter what the circumstance you face? That's a hard one, right? Now let's be perfectly honest here. It is easy to be thankful when things are going great, right? When things are all good in our lives, it's easy to be thankful. But what about those times when things aren't so good? What about when you're in the midst of a trial or a hard time in your life? Let's think about that. There's a story of a man who was separated from his friends and colleagues, unjustly accused, and treated brutally. He was a man whose only bed was the cold, hard floor of a dank, dark, cramped prison cell. He was guarded 24-7, basically forgotten. His chains that restrained him caused anguish, cutting into his wrists and ankles. He knew that the next set of footsteps that he would hear in the corridor could be those of the one who was coming to take him to his execution. Yet even with all that he was dealing with, all that he was facing, he never complained But instead, words of praise were always on his lips. He sang, he praised, and he was thankful to God through it all. The man in this story is better known as the Apostle Paul. Paul learned the meaning of true happiness, true contentment even in the midst of great hardships and in such harsh conditions. Paul had been imprisoned many times, and with each time the conditions seemed to be bad, and in most cases worse than the time before. But even while imprisoned in those harsh conditions, Paul kept a good frame of mind, and he kept an an upright spirit. But even better, he wrote some of the best letters to the churches that he had a hand in starting. And in every single letter he wrote, he always began the letter 
in the opening by saying that he gave thanks to God for those that he was writing to, that he kept them in their prayers and he thought of them often. He wrote to the Ephesians while imprisoned in Rome and he declared to them, speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. Everything. All in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then in our reading from 1 Thessalonians today in chapter 5, we find our memory verse where Paul writes, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now let's think about that for a moment. Always giving thanks for everything. No matter what we may be feeling, no matter what we might be going through in the moment. You know, last week we talked about being overflowing with thankfulness. And in our message last week, I said that instead of looking at things in our lives in a negative way, we should rejoice. For we are children of the Most High King. We have a Savior. And we have multiple reasons To be thankful, even if it may not feel like we do. Billy Graham once said, Thanksgiving, the giving of thanks to God for all his blessings, should be one of the most distinctive marks of the believer in Jesus Christ. We must not allow a spirit of ingratitude to harden our heart and chill our relationship with God. And with others. Nothing turns us into bitter, selfish, dissatisfied people more quickly than an ungrateful heart. And nothing will do more to restore contentment and the joy of our salvation than a true spirit of thankfulness. He was a pretty smart man, don't you think? Another source that I found said, a defining characteristic of a Christian is how he or she responds to trials. By finding the good in the bad and giving thanks despite the negative circumstances, Christians set themselves apart from the rest of the world while simultaneously lifting their own spirits by fixing their eyes on God instead of on the world. Wow. Wow. Two very strong quotes that can remind us of how we can be thankful in any circumstance that life throws our way. But it is so very hard to do just that. And it's even harder when things are getting worse instead of better, when things are going wrong in every way you turn. When our lives seem to be falling apart. When we're in pain, when we're we're facing some adversity or something extremely hard to decide on. When we are told that we, our spouse or a child, has cancer or another disease. 
when we're mourning and grieving the loss of a spouse, a parent, or a child. It is in times like these that we would be more apt to wallow, to feel sorry for ourselves, to give in to cynicism or to be thankless. But instead, we always need to rejoice and pray and give thanks because this is what God calls us to do. Did you happen to catch the last part of verse 18 that I read? For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. God's will for you. It is God's will that we rejoice, that we pray, and that we give thanks to him in all circumstances. You know how there are those certain people in our lives that have had sayings that, that just kind of seem to hang around in our memories. They just kind of stick with us. And then they'll come to the surface when we least expect them. My grandma Rose was one of those people that had a lot of different sayings. And every once in a while, one will pop up in my mind. And as I was writing my message for today, I... I remembered something that she used to say. Whenever something was bad, something bad going on at school, or some, sometimes I was just you know, feeling like I had was down in the dumps, or something bad was just going on in, the, in, in our lives, Grandma Rose always said, it's just a storm cloud. Look for a silver lining. It made me stop. And look at the situation or the problem in a new or different way. We all need to do that at times. But that doesn't mean that we always have to have a smile on our face. After all, there are those times that we need to grieve. There are those times when we need to be upset about what is going on in our lives. But it is also in these times that God asks us to trust in him. To give thanks to him. God doesn't want us to believe that those trials and tribulations that we go through are pointless. There is a point and a purpose for each and every trial we go through. And although we may not be able to see the good while going through them, God can, because God can see the whole picture. No matter what you may be facing, no matter what you may be feeling, we can point our lives to God. We can place our focus on the one who can get us through it all, no matter what it may be. When we put our trust in our God, when we rejoice in God, and when we are thankful to God in every circumstance, we can find a hope. And we can gain hope in knowing 
that our suffering is never in vain. Whatever you may be suffering through, whatever you are facing right now in your life, it's not in vain because it is part of God's greater purpose. What we suffer through can give us courage. It can give us strength. And once we get to the other side of that, we can be a help. We can be a source of strength and encouragement to others who might be facing the same thing. However, in this world, thankfulness and ingratitude are more common than their counterparts. But ingratitude and thanklessness are both sins, just as immorality or stealing or lying or cheating is a sin. So is thanklessness. One of the Bible's accusations against the rebellious humanity of this world is found in Paul's letter to the Roman church, where he states, Although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. We cannot have hearts that are indifferent to God's mercy and love. Christians cannot forget how truly dependent we are on God for everything. And yes, it is much easier to be thankful when things are going good in our lives, things are great with our families, everyone is healthy and happy. But, not, but life is not all roses, rainbows, and unicorns. Unlike what some preachers try to tell you. Real people have real problems. Christians face real trials and are even persecuted for their beliefs. It's going on in the Holy Land right now. Paul was persecuted for his beliefs. All of the disciples were persecuted in some way, shape, or form. Many Christians around the world continue to be persecuted and oppressed. And to quote the late, great Billy Graham one more time, he said, not one of us is exempt from any kind of trouble. Yet in the midst of those trials, we can thank God because we know that he has promised to be with us and that he will help us. We know that he can use times of suffering to draw us closer to himself. After all, even James The brother of Jesus wrote, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. You see, the people of the church in Thessalonica were no different than us. 
Paul wrote this letter to encourage them, but also to remind them that no matter what they may face while awaiting the day of the Lord's return, they need to remain strong in their faith. And in his final instructions to them, he writes, encourage the disheartened and help the weak. Now, standing up here, I may not know each and every trial that you might be going through. I don't know what you might be facing in your life, what you're facing today, or what you'll face tomorrow. But God does. And guess what? God loves you and is with you by way of the Holy Spirit. God sent his only son to this earth to have him take part in the biggest act of love by going through with the crucifixion, by dying on the cross, by being buried for three days and rising again for our sake, for our salvation. And I believe that 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 is probably the most important thing that we can be thankful for. Even when we feel like there's nothing else to be thankful for, we can be thankful for our salvation, for Jesus Christ. We should be thankful in all times and in all circumstances for God's love that is never-ending for God's power that lives within us, for God's strength that can get us through the toughest of situations, and for God's promise to always be with us and never leave us. And that's just to name a few. Throughout Scripture, we are reminded over and over to sing to the Lord with thanksgiving, to be, to be thankful Because a spirit of thanksgiving is always the mark of a joyous Christian, we should be thankful. You should be thankful. I should be thankful. We should have a spirit of thanksgiving because God has blessed us many times over. And there's more on that next week. But for this day, for this week, as we celebrate Thanksgiving this week with our family and our friends, and through the remainder of this year and for the year to come, may you always remember to rejoice always. Pray continually and give thanks in all circumstances. Why? Because this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you, God, for the remainder, or for the reminder that no matter what we may be going through, we can always, always find something for which to be thankful. Thank you for reminding us that we do not have to try to face these things in our lives alone. For you're always with us. You're always giving us strength and courage to face each 
time of adversity, each illness that comes our way, each situation with a strong faith and a hope in you that can only come from a relationship with you. Father, we praise you and we thank you for you are God, our Savior. Amen. Again, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you are blessed and that you are a blessing. Go in peace.